Bonjour. Oh, oh oui, oui. Parlez-vous français? <laughs> wow, how quickly did we reach the bottom of the barrel I've of our, our... exhausted my French. Has <laughs> <laughs> uh, cargo. There we go. Uh, Eiffel, Eiffel. Because Tower is English, so... I'd... Yeah, I'm not even sure Eiffel's French. It might just be... What does Eiffel mean, do you know? I don't know. I assume pointy. <laughs> <laughs> pointy tower. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, let's let's see. Eiffel definition. Um, oh, that's the. <laughs> uh, Alexander. Name of the artist. Yeah, Alexander Alexandra Gustave. Um, eighteen thirty-two to nineteen twenty-three, French civil engineer and pioneer in aerodynamic research. That's who named the Eiffel Tower, I guess. Well, now well, there we, we are. Well, <laughs> we filled our, our French barrel even further. Now it's full. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, Nikki, how's it going? Good. How are you? Doing, doing great. Uh, Good. We're, we're, we're if you if you're listening to this, then you've already listened to episode zero, so you know that this is two D not or not two D. Right? People know that. Yeah, I would hope you would know that this is the animated movie podcast 2D or not to D. 2D. <laughs> where we discuss animated films. That is the thing about this title. Is it? It's kind of like spelling banana a little bit. Like 2D or not 2D or not 2D. It feels like I want to keep going with it. Uh, yeah, you just kind of want to keep going. And then also, like, I want to say, like, 2D or not 2B. Yes. And it's... Yes, is confusing, but it's okay. We'll we'll get used to saying it eventually. It takes a bit of a bit of a like a, a, a intentional like breath in the middle, like two D or not two D. Like you have to be ready. I'm not two D. Yes. yes. So Brandon, uh, what did we watch this month? Uh, we watched a cat in Paris or un ve de chat. Something uh, I found interesting about this is that the French to English translation is not a cat in Paris. Mm. It's a cat's life. Oh, interesting. So they changed the title for the English version. Uh, that's a that's such a that's such a Western title, a cat in Paris. Like like you wouldn't know from watching it that this was Paris. <laughs> They're like the people will get right. it. They will get it. Yeah, they won't they won't understand. Uh, even though yeah, the Eiffel Tower is definitely definitely on the poster here and i believe Although it, i don't actually remember seeing it in the film i they had, i think they had a wide shot it's i don't know regardless they, i mean they probably did i don't know so do we want to do like a quick synopsis yeah let's talk about like what what happened in this in this movie do you want to kick it off or you want me to kick it off i can kick it off yeah please do so <laughs> We, it, it opens on a burglary. We open on a very sneaky burglar, burglar, that's a weird word, um, robbing some, I couldn't quite tell where we were that they were robbing. Um, mm, yeah. There was just like, it was like a building and there was some jewelry, but I couldn't quite tell 
what it was supposed to be. Um, but he was very, very sneaky, and he uh, he stole some jewels. And upon uh, running away from the security guards, he scooped up a little kitty cat, and they uh, ran on the roofs of Paris. And uh, that was our credit sequence. Was just them running away, and you're like, okay, there's a burglar, and there's a cat, and they're in Paris. That is what I know. Um, and then we find out that the cat, whose name was... Oh, before I continue, did you watch the French version or the American version? I watched the French version. Which <gasps> I watched the American version. Oh, perfect. I was I was about to, like, let you know that I was watching the French version, and then I was like, no, I should... I should... I don't want to let you know. I wanted you to see what you picked. Yeah. So I did the American version, or, like, well, the English voice actors... Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure if they if the cats have the same name in both versions, but the cat in my version was Dino. Yes, that is the same. Yeah. Okay. So it's Dino the cat. He is kind of living a double life after he assists this burglar whose name is Nico. Um, he goes home to a little girl named Zoe, and he brings her a dead lizard. And, um, so he has, like, a sardine can full of dead lizards that he's brought her. And she's very excited to show her, like, nanny, which I think her name was, like, Constantine or something? Claudine. Claudine, yeah. Her name was Claudine. That was Claudia. Yeah, Claudine. Yeah, Claudine. And then her mother, which I don't know if they ever say the mother's name. Her mother comes home and is like, that's disgusting. Don't play with dead animals. And we find out that Zoe has lost her voice um, after the unfortunate loss of her father. And um, she hasn't talked to her mother or anyone since. Um, And Dino loves Zoe and likes to take care of her. Um, I will just go ahead and say the cat doesn't, like, talk. Like, Mm. this isn't a talking animal movie. It's very realistic, in my opinion. Like for the most part, yeah. No, I don't think it had any. Um, as far as like animated films go, yeah, it didn't really have any like fanciful things other than like character movements were pretty exaggerated at times. But otherwise, oh, I love the. I yeah, we'll I'm, the, I'm we'll excited to talk about that. <laughs> um, and so we find out that her father was murdered, and he was a police officer, and her mother is like the superintendent at the. I don't know if that's an actual position in a police force but yeah. i want to say she's like the lead detective kind of person yeah, the french version um, the french version had it saying superintendent as well and that was that was kind of strange to me but yeah yeah they in in the english version they're like superintendent janine superintendent janine like they called her superintendent but i've never heard that term before yeah um so i just assume it's like police chief or something like that i've only heard it uh it makes me think of like the education system like i there's like, yeah the superintendent is a Above the principal, but yes. is the principal in the police station? I don't know. You have to go <laughs> see the police principal. <laughs> I I watched this with my husband, and he noticed that the like because all the um, writing was still in French. The police station was called like Hotel de Poliso or something like that. Oh. And he's like, ah, oh, the police hotel. <laughs> 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 so I, I keep wanting to refer to it as the police hotel, but that's it's the police station. <laughs> but uh, we find out that um, her father was killed in action by a, um, a by Victor uh, Costa. Yes, Victor Costa. 
Um, he's like a big, I guess a big crime boss. Like, he keeps referring to his, um, like, goonies as gangsters. So I'm guessing it's like kind of like the mob. Um, and they don't really say how. I don't remember them saying how he was killed, but he was just... He shot him, I thought. I'm pretty certain that he was... Yeah, but I mean, like, the situation. No, like, yeah, they don't. During, they don't really say why, but... Because um, the dad was Zoe's also... Mother, he was yeah, also a police officer. Was, yeah. Gotcha. And then so, Jeanne, Janine... Janine? I think it was Janine. The mom. Um, It's her lifelong mission to put Costa behind bars. And they um, know that, I guess, Costa steals a lot of artwork... And they know that a big piece that he's had his eye on is being moved recently. So they're trying to set up um, an operation to catch him in the act of stealing the Colossus. Which I guess is this big giant statue that that he uh, has had a picture of it hanging above his crib. Is what he said. His mother put that picture (laughs) above his crib. I forgot about that, yeah. Yeah, so he really, really wants it, and it's it's a big deal. Um, <laughs> and at the same time, they're investigating a string of burglaries that seem to be connected because at every crime scene, there are cat prints. Hint, hint, it's Nico and Dino. <laughs> um, After that, they um, it, the Zoe follows uh, Dino outside when he goes to leave one evening. Uh, to see where he's going. So she goes to follow Dino uh, and follows Dino back to Nico's apartment where, uh, was it on the way back that she spots uh, Costa and the gangsters and Claudine? Yes, um, because she finds Dino going into Nico's apartment and Nico says, he, um, he's like, oh, you're, you know, you're late. I almost left without you. And then they go on one of their crusades, and she, I think she tries to follow them, but they do some, like, crazy, like, parkour, kind of hopping on the rooftop, so she can't quite keep up with them. So she stumbles across Costa and his goonies. So they, um, they chase her back to Nico's apartment. Did you mention that, um, Claudine was with them? Not, not super in-depth, but yeah, Claudine is actually in on this, and that's why he's been able to avoid, yeah. um... Her name is J E A N N E, Jean, John, Jean, Janine. Okay, I think they pronounced it Janine in the English version. Okay, we'll go with Janine. That's how Janine's had such a hard time tracking down Costa is that Claudine is feeding Costa information. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they chase her back to Nico's apartment where she's almost caught before Nico shows back up. While Zoe can't talk, um, he can tell. That she doesn't want to go with Claudine. Claudine's like, oh, I, I'm so sorry. She she just ran off on her own. I need to take her home. And Nico's like, um, nope, it doesn't really look like she wants to go with you. Uh, don't touch her, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> and he, he takes her and puts her on um, his back. I think after Dino attacks Claudine's leg yes. and, like, scratches it up. And so he takes... Zoe and does his parkour <laughs> um, and gets her to the zoo where he's like, here, hide in the zoo and I'll, I'll lead them off the track. Um, but unfortunately, Costa is a little more observant and he realizes that Zoe's in the zoo. So he takes one of his henchmen to go 
after her in the zoo. And he catches up with her at a pond that she is very expertly rowing a boat across. Um, I just, just like, if I were me, I would not know how to do that. And she's like 10. Um, (laughs) yeah, but he tries to chase her through the water and he ends up getting stuck. I think it's just like muddy and his shoes get stuck and he can't go. So he tries to get his goonie to swim after her and turns out he can't swim. (laughs) So he, (laughs) he like tries to like shoot at his feet to like get him to go and he, he just doesn't know how to swim. Um, so he, they, they get stuck, I guess. Um, and then Zoe gets into a little, I think it's like a shed or something in the zoo that Dino like leads her to and she's like safe and hidden. And after like getting, putting the slip on the um, other Goonies, Nico comes to get her and it's okay for a minute. And then the police show up and... Uh, or like, hey, you tried to you tried to kidnap this little girl, and it's her mom, and like her mom's partner, and she's like, that's my daughter, and uh, Claudine shows up, and is like, oh yeah, this this burglar tried to rob us, and then he tried to kidnap Zoe, and Zoe's like trying to like shake her head no, and she's crying, and she's pushing away from Claudine, and Nico's trying to explain like no, like Claudine was trying to kidnap your daughter, she was trying to hurt her, you have to listen to me, like. Don't let her go with Claudine. And they put him in the police car. And he's like, you're stupid. (laughs) You're both (laughs) stupid. You need to go back. She's in danger. And he ends up picking the lock on his handcuffs. And Dino attacks um, the driver's face and allows them to take Janine's gun and get out of the car so that they can go save Zoe. And Janine's like, I don't know. Like, maybe he's right. Maybe I need to go check on Zoe. And... She comes home, and Zoe and Claudine aren't there. And she's like, oh, they were right. Um, So all the bad guys have Zoe in their penthouse stronghold place, and Nico and Dino sneak in after cutting the lights. And, God, I love that scene. The animation's really good in that scene. That's so good. And they, they sneak her out, and they make chase again. Pretty much, I was like, I don't think there's really much in between other than, like, Janine, like, catching on to, like, okay, like, Claudine's bad, she's working with Costa, and that that burglar was right. And I would say it looks like they get chased all the way to, like, what looks like Notre Dame. Probably, um, that, that makes sense. Yeah, it might not be, but it was very Notre Dame-esque, like a very big church with, like, gargoyles and everything, and they're uh, jumping on it, and Nico basically goads Costa into, like, chasing him all up and down this church until eventually um, Costa, like, gets Zoe again. Um, I can't, and then, then, yeah, and then Dino, like, scratches his face, and he, uh, he, like, falls and hits his head a couple of times, it, which essentially, it doesn't hurt him, but it seems like it kind of makes him go crazy, mm-hmm. and he starts swinging on a hook of a crane, and he imagines that the Colossus has come to take him away, and has walked up to him, and he jumps willingly into its hands, 
and we see the Colossus disappear, and Costa just plummets to his death. And then um, Zoe can talk again. She tells her mom everything that happened, and um, there's some longing stares between the mom and Nico, and uh, we flash forward, I think it's like a year later, um, and it's Christmas, and Nico gifts the mom a snow globe of, again, what I think is Notre Dame, and roll credits. I wanted that ending so badly, like... (laughs) <laughs> the movie was ending, and I was sitting next to Donna, and I was like, please, I literally I, I literally said to her, I was like, please make it be, like, Christmas, and they're a family together, and then it was like, it happened, and I was like, yes! Boom! <clears throat> oh, what'd you think of this there movie? Was, oh, sorry, go ahead. I really, I really liked it. Um, I was just gonna say there is a similar scene. There's this cute little exchange of dialogue where Nico is falling from Notre Dame. I'm just going to say it's Notre Dame. I'm pretty sure um, it is. I think you're right yeah. on that. He's he's falling from it, and he's, like, hitting gargoyles on the way down that it's kind of slowing and breaking his fall a little bit. And, like, right where it's like, oh, there's nothing else left to catch him, um, Janine catches him. And he's like, oh, so since when do police officers save thieves? And she's like, well, since when do thieves save little girls? And... I was just like, kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> <laughs> like, Zoe's not out of the blue, but I'm like, you guys can take a moment to kiss. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I will say that there was a couple moments during that chase scene, especially at the end, where I was kind of like, you guys are still in danger. Like, maybe don't be doing quips and stuff back and forth. But, like, I wanted that to happen. But I was like, yeah, it's still, it was still kind of in a moment right here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, I know, maybe we could spare a little, a few <laughs> seconds. Um, so what did you think of it? I loved it. I thought it was absolutely wonderful. I had so much fun with it. Um, and uh, part of me almost kind of wishes I may have watched the the U.S. version, just because I, I was really, like, the animation was just beautiful. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I can't think of what other what other movies or cartoons that I've watched in this style. Because it's not super common, but it's that, like, a lot of dark shading um, throughout uh, these very 2D... I don't know, it's just a very unique style of, of art that uh, that they're animating in this. But I loved it. I, I thought it was uh, so much fun. And like I said, I was, I was hoping for that ending. Um, you mentioned how, like, realistic... Um, the characters were in in terms of just not not very fantasyful dino the cat was i i loved every moment like that he would do something yes. cat like or cat related at all yeah um i forgot what i was gonna say oh about the um style so the I can't remember the name of it, but there's like a little in-between cartoon show on Nickelodeon that it's like this little old cartoon guy who like paints, like he's got like a like a utensil of some kind that's like as big as himself. Yes, 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 and yes. I know what you're talking yeah, about. I, I can't think of what it's called, but it was very reminiscent of that style of it's realistic, but you can also tell it's animated um the thing i really loved was the use of light in 
this the way, um, like you said, it had that very dark shading, but like everything had shadows and the shadows had like pencil marks. Like you could see like the sketch lines and they moved constantly. Like it wasn't a solid shadow. It was constantly flickering, but it still had those lines. It was just, it was very unique and beautiful. That was, uh, uh, Ambi and Dexter was the name of that short. Yes. Yes. It was like weirdly a couple years ago. I'm going to send that to you just because I, I had the, uh, the nostalgia rush, uh, a while back when I stumbled upon that again, like, oh my God, I completely forgotten this was a thing, but yeah, I remember it being very, uh, kind of almost like ASMR aesthetically pleasing because like there was like paper mm. crumbling and and I'm looking at the thumbnail yes. here where one of them is like standing in the watercolor paints and yes 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 I'm looking to see who like made that I wonder if they've done anything since because I would like to watch more of theirs um, yeah the, the top comment on this video is isn't it weird how everyone faintly remembers this <laughs> like yeah it's because it came in between all the cartoons that we watched yes like, yeah um, um, that's that's what it reminded me of it was very just artistic it was it definitely was i wanted to talk about the music in it would you did you like the music i did like the music um i'm kind of nervous that we had different music because a lot yeah a lot of the music i had was in english interesting well particularly what stood out to me was during the chase scenes um i don't think we i probably probably did not because Serge Bissett was who's listed as the composer for this movie um, and I don't see anybody else listed for it or anything like because usually if there was an English version of it but I I don't think we had different because it weirdly sounded very American most of the music in this there was I think there was actually really only one song that was in English like towards the beginning it was like a very jazzy song mm-hmm. and I was just like I don't know if they picked this because, I mean, it fit the mood, but I was just like, is this just for the English version? Because I feel like French jazz has to be its own thing. <laughs> well, what I thought was really interesting was, like, for those chase scenes, the music made me think of um, superhero movies. It made me think especially of Marvel, mm. but also, like... Be- oh, yeah. Because the opening credits had that, like, black silhouette where, like, it was, like, fading, doing using the, the like the 2d space to zoom in and out of like these these silhouettes of nico and and dino jumping uh on the rooftops and everything and it it was very reminiscent of the credit sequence of the incredibles yes that's just for a reference yeah absolutely i i I didn't think of that but yeah absolutely the incredibles um i i I was thinking like the original like sam raimi spider-man like i could see like Mm -hmm. the like credits above the webs as they're like shooting through you yeah. know, and stuff but it, i really don't know how i felt about that particular set of mu- music because it took me out of the movie every time i heard it i was like it feels like a marvel or a dc movie it fit it always fit the chase scenes but like i was talking because i watched this uh with my partner and um i we agreed that it fit but what i was saying was like i almost wanted more like more jazz, like I, I thought it'd be like almost better if it was like 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 I imagine like the like like kind of style, like scatting, especially with like the movement, which kind of transitioned to that. 
Um, Nico, in particular, the way he moved was very fluid. Like, the way he was animated. Like, it was almost like he was standing in a current. Like, his the way his arms just waved and flowed. And he, again, he did all these crazy, like, parkour backflips, like, somersaults, roundoffs, like, kind of stuff. And it was just very... I don't know how to describe it. Not he's, human. Like, it wasn't human. It was very... To me, it was very much like a cat. Like, he, he kind of... Well, yes. <laughs> he was the kind <laughs> yeah, of... I guess that's kind of the point. <laughs> yeah, but he was kind of like like the liquid cat kind of thing where he could... Uh, he was, you know, dodging punches and things from uh, Costa by by just morphing around. Um, and uh, it was never, never, like, superhero level or weird... It was just yeah. well executed. Somebody who's very, very dexterous is what it reminded me yes. of. Yes, it was. It was perfect for like the style of animation. Yes, of like having Costa being this very like square, hard character going up against this very fluid, constantly moving. Uh, what's the spry? character <laughs> i wanted to look at because this was nominated for best animated picture yes and this was um 2010 was its release date i don't think we said that so it's got a good 11 years on it i wanted to look at what it was up against and what it because it did not win that year while you do that i'm going to talk about the um american voice actor so it, the american voice actor for nico was steve bloom and if you don't immediately recognize that name, look him up. I promise you, you have heard his voice before. Um, that was the first thing my husband said was like, I know that voice. I don't know where I know it from, but I know that voice. Um, he has a, it's kind of similar to, I thought he was Matthew Broderick for a second. Um, but Steve Bloom, if you're familiar with Cartoon Network's Toonami, um, he did the voice of like the character that comes on in between like oh Tom. no kidding yeah um but he's done so so many voices that he in fact in 2012 he had the uh, guinness world record of having the most video game voice acting credits no kidding yeah so he's um he's done animes he's done star wars rebel He's done Naruto, Wolverine, Call of Duty, God of War, Diablo. Wow. Um, he was Green Lantern, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> like, so that's kind of a downside, I feel like, of watching it um, in the French version. While it was cool to hear all the original, um, you know, voice acting and everything. Um, yeah, like I said, I wish I had been able to kind of look more at the, the animation itself. Because I was having to, to read the subtitles, so I was kind of constantly like, mm -hmm. oh, I don't want but um, I might have to go back and watch it because I really like this movie. I might have to go back and watch just to see, just to hear that because I, I would be very interested to hear that. In um, yeah, and I, I would also like to go back and listen to it in the French version. Um, I only picked the English version because I was tired. No, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I was like, I don't feel like having to read. I mean, I always watch things with subtitles on, <laughs> just in case. Um, but I was like, I don't want to have to read today so i listened to the english version well no judgment because i i very much i almost did that as well and i'm not i don't feel like i got anything that you didn't get out of it because i watched it in right. french i feel like more likely i i may have missed something um 
so it might be worth going back just to, to hear it. It, it it is kind of neat in that sense but um finally got the, the it was 2012 when it was nominated for some reason because the west is weird with its greatest pictures uh whatever um <laughs> but that year um so it was in competition with Puss in Boots, Kung Fu Panda, Chico and Rita, and then it lost to Rango, which I've never seen. Have you seen Rango? Oh, I have seen Rango. Um, that's definitely one I'd, I would want to revisit. I remember liking it. It's definitely one of those... It would fit very much with what we're doing here, where it's not very mainstream, and it's not necessarily for kids. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of slept on it, because, like, I don't know about you, when I when I saw the trailers and stuff for it, I had no interest. I was like, there's something about it that it felt it felt super Pixar. Not that it, I don't know where association, not that they have anything against Pixar, but it just felt, I was like, ah, whatever. But now I look back at it and I've seen, like, trailers and stuff for it, it still looks beautiful, like, in terms of, like, CGI-style animation like that. I don't, I, I would be very interested in revisiting that. It's a really good one. Um... I did not have that thought because, uh, fun fact, I'm a huge Johnny Depp fan, and uh, it was like, oh, Ringo, starring Johnny Depp, and I was like, okay, I'm watching it. Like, that's all I need to know. <laughs> I feel like at that time, I was, like, a little Johnny Depped out, just because it was, like, there was uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and then the Pirates movies, and everything around that time, and nothing against Johnny Depp, I just think I was in that... I don't know. I, I, I regret having having slept on it. Um, oh, that was a Nickelodeon movie and a Paramount movie. Interesting. Yeah, I was like, it's not Disney, but I couldn't think of what it was. God, it's still, it still looks like I'm kind of just watching like a silent trailer of it here, and it looks outstanding. Yeah, we it's definitely. beautiful. Anyway, that's not what we're talking but about, though. we're talking <laughs> about Academy Paris. <laughs> Which was also or, super, super beautiful. Only the shop. Um... Much better French accent. French. Much better than I did. Don't, I was like, thank you, thank you. Well, fun fact: my first name's actually French for some reason. I'm not French. Hmm. Um, I guess I never thought about that, but it is, isn't it? Yeah, my my full name's Nicolette, which is a French version of Nicole, basically. Um, but it, yeah, it, that name started in France. It's another reason for me to be jealous of you because there's nothing. There's no shortening or elongating Brandon. It is just what it is. And there oh, is. Oh, come on, Brand Man. You got it. You can short it. Does it not it feel brand. somewhat forced? Does it not just a little bit like we, if you have to add like Brand? Oh, come on, Don. Come on, Don. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you short it on the other, if you call it Brand, it feels like I'm like, you're calling me like a cereal, is what I think of. Yeah, when I think of you, I think of cereal. Oh, well, that's fair. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just teasing you. <laughs> well, no, I, I hope you think of me as cereal. That's, um, that would mean a lot to me. Well, so. well then I do. Cool. <laughs> Moving on from there. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another thing I just want to talk about, you mentioned that the, the, the breaking in scene when it was dark and... Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. So, yeah, the, you, can you, can you kind of describe real quick what, what it was doing visually? Yes. So when they cut the lights, the screen went black, and then all of the like characters and things they were interacting were just white outlines. So it was it was just super cool to see them move around this space 
and like know that they're moving but don't necessarily know like what obstacles are in the way and um see like Nico and Dino moving right past them because they have night vision he had night vision goggles um and how like kind of scary it was because you're like okay yeah he snuck past that guy but also I can't tell if there's like you know, a freaking, like, xylophone on the floor or something he's about to step on, which obviously he can see, but it was very suspenseful for me as the viewer. No, yeah, it's it's cool that you say that because it was. There was so much of this movie that was suspenseful, but it was never not cute or funny. Like, that whole tense scene in the dark, I mean, it probably had one of my favorite bits uh, in it was (laughs) there was the one gangster that was in charge of watching over Zoe and making sure she didn't get kidnapped or whatever, (laughs) and he starts talking to her like he's... Uh, like she's her therapist she's his therapist um and it is so funny he's like you know it's pretty hard being a gangster uh and it's just it's really tough and all the while like zoe's escaping and it was so (laughs) my favorite part of that as well like that scene in particular was when he's venting to her he's like you know it's hard being a gangster but i don't really know what else to do Uh, i used to be a dancer (laughs) oh i i almost don't know if that was i think it was okay yeah God, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what? Because <laughs> he basically, everyone else is celebrating that they caught Zoe, and he's sat on babysitter duty because he's the one who didn't wasn't able to swim to catch her. Yes. So he's being punished by Costa. It's like, you can't party with us. You have to go watch the kid. And he's like, I don't think it's fair that I have to be on babysitter duty just because I can't swim. I want to have champagne with my <laughs> friends, too. <laughs> Uh, and it's such a, I think that's another thing too. And I found this, um, doing, uh, the podcast, the Okie Okie show, which we put out every month on the 15th with my, my partner, Donna and I put out, uh, just the same, 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 shameless plug. Um, I, I find, I think that films from other countries than the United States, I think that they, something they excel in. And I wish I would see more, uh, here in the West are movies that are not, uh, genre specific in that like mm. this was a very suspenseful movie it was hilarious it was really action packed in a lot of ways I yes. um, it was suspenseful almost to a fault I feel like like that final chase scene whenever oh, they kept God. falling I was like I, I need this to be like I was like you better not kill <laughs> I need something to happen nobody better die here I want everybody to live and be happy um and I got, like, kind of goosebumps whenever, because uh, at one point whenever uh, Dino starts fighting Costa, uh, he throws uh, Dino up in the air. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, no. And then there's this such a cool shot where Dino is, like, kind of fumbling through the air and then gets backlit by the moon and, like, yes. writes himself and then lands. Like a cat. <laughs> like a cat. And then lands straight back on Costa. And it was such a cool, I was like. I just, it, it, I wish I wish I could be a kid again to sh- like show myself this as a kid, and I think that's what I want to yeah. with watching these movies. Is I love watching these and being like, I want I, I want anybody to watch this movie regardless of their age. But I, I just it did so many awesome things in that sense. Like I, I, I loved I loved how it didn't just try to be a silly kids movie or be overly dark or anything even though it did have some weird dark elements to it yeah it definitely had darker elements there's um there's a bit that every time dino 
sneaks out. Well, he doesn't really sneak out, but he leaves every night to go with Nico on these robberies. Um, he wakes up the neighbor's dog. Oh, that was the and best. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like a little terrier, like super tiny dog who just loses his mind, just goes off, and the owner every night is like, You better shut up and he he throws his shoes at the dog and the shoe is as big as the dog and it like pancakes the dog against the wall for a second and then the dog just goes straight back to barking did you get a little scared when zoe dropped the cinder block on the dog yes so when (laughs) zoe follows dino she knocks the cinder block loose and it just right on top of the dog and the dog's like splayed out like legs sticking out from underneath it and i was like oh my god like because like the it kind of the movie kind of got progressively darker so i was just like did you just kill a dog? I was freaking out, and then he boop, pops back up and starts barking again. Like, he's totally fine. <laughs> it was just, like, the moments like that, you're like, how dark is this gonna get? And, you know, it ended up not, you know, not being too bad, but it was just those moments like that where you kind of, like, took your breath away, and you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I was I was ready the whole time for it to take a, a much more adult turn, and it never did. It was... Um, this is very kind of childish and silly of me the only thing about it that i would say not that we need a segment on this show of like can your kids watch this because i don't i don't think that that's a realistic parameter for anybody but um i did think that the colossal statue i thought i realized later he had a loincloth and that was the i thought it was his dingle too yes i i went until he was marching through and i was like oh it's his loincloth okay because i was like man that's a weird weird take he just randomly throughout this because otherwise it would be not that that there's anything wrong with that it's a very clearly an ancient piece of art but weird choice if that was the case but it, was, it is his loincloth and not not his dangle yes well when we first see him um it's it's just a picture of the statue like we don't see the statue so it's, it's small mm-hmm. and i think the first time we see it is when costa is like we're gonna steal this my mom hung this picture above my crib i'm like wait why did that's like a penis. Like, why did she put that? <laughs> what? <laughs> and then, yes, yeah, once it's bigger, you realize it's just his wine cloth dangling between his legs. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, now... Um, oh, go ahead. No, yeah, you first. I was just going to say one interesting thing that I don't... I don't think you would know unless you looked it up, but this was mo- this movie was actually a 3D movie. Really? Yeah, like the if you look up the Wikipedia page, it says a cat in Paris 3D, hmm. and um, I mean it, it says it's by the French 2D animation studio Fouillage, but um, I don't know. It went up against a lot of other 3D movies, so I mean I think it was supposed to be watched in 3D. Um, like looking back, I think some of the scenes you can kind of like okay, like when when Dino's thrown up in the air. I'm like, oh, I bet that would be really cool in 3D, but it wasn't one of those movies that you're, we were watching it and you're like, wait, this is supposed to be in 3D, isn't it? Because everyone keeps reaching towards the screen. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's, I would have had no idea. I bet that this actually would have, I mean, not that it, I don't think that it was like taken away from watching it in 2D, but I think that's really the point is that like, I'm, I bet that would have been a really neat experience to see that because, yeah. Because it, it it was it would have been so subtle and just kind of popped those those two D that two D animation wow 
Yeah. I, uh, I only bring that up because um, this is 2D or not 2D, so I think it's important whether we mention if it's 2D or not. Um, and I, I think this movie is fully enjoy- enjoyable without being in 3D. Again, I wouldn't have been able to tell you it was intended to be a 3D movie um, if I hadn't have done my research. No, yeah, I'm glad you found that because that's really interesting. Huh. I don't even know how you would at this point watch it in 3D, but man. Right. Without getting like a, a like a DVD version or something. Super interesting. I was just going to bring up the director or directors really, but this is directed yes. by um, Jean-Luc uh, Felicilio. Fil- Felicilio. Apologize if I'm butchering that name, but, and also <laughs> um, Elaine uh, Gagnol. So that's, that's, I will. Yes. Who also wrote it. Yes. Wrote. Uh, Elaine did. Um, but I was looking at, um, their other stuff and, um, they, they've done a handful of things that I'd be interested in watching. Uh, Phantom Boy is what stands out to me as one that I would really like to watch. Uh, Superpower yes, Boy. Helps Sorry, a, go ahead. Yeah, a superpowered boy helps a wheelchair-bound policeman in his attempt to bring down a mob kingpin. So a lot of similar elements, but it also looks like it has the yappy dog again. So I would would love. To. I love. Yeah, they definitely just from the posters alone, they look like they belong in the same universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, especially with having the same writers and directors. Yeah, but just looking at this again, I just. I can't. I can't even put my thumb on what it is I love so much about the just like the character designs in these because this sounds almost like I'm putting it down, but the way that the humans are drawn in this it reminds me. This sounds both like I'm somewhat putting it down and also putting myself up. Not meaning to do either of those, but it reminds me kind of like when I draw, like when I try to draw a human or a face or something mm-hmm. where I cannot. I cannot do photorealism. I'm not, I don't mm-hmm. pin to paper is not a very good connective point to me. Um, I don't have that practice, but I love how the way that it's, it's drawn out is it's kind of very much like, this is how I like this person, which we who, who was the animator on this? Hold on. That would probably be a good thing to figure out. Uh, I will say, yeah, it was very stylistic of like, being realistic, but not actually, not, like, photorealistic. Like, um, I, I'll say one thing, well, there's two notable things about the style for me, is that everyone had really long legs, really long legs with wide pants, mm-hmm. um, and, like, seemingly, like, disproportionately smaller feet than how big their legs were drawn, <laughs> Um, and then their profiles, like their face was mostly nose. Like no one's eyes were like standing out from their nose. If that makes sense. So it turns out the directors, um, of the movie were also the head of the art department. So that makes sense. Um, this, I forgot about this, this, uh, animated short that I had watched, um, by, is a Walt Disney short. Um, you know, they have their, like, animated studio short films and stuff kind of collection. Yes. Have you ever seen uh, Lorenzo? 
Is that the cat? Yes, where the cat loses its tail. Yes. Yes. Um, or he like makes fun of, yeah, laughs out of the black cat, and the black cat casts a hex on it, uh, on Lorenzo. I, I forgot about that. This this had a lot of, like, it reminded me of it, probably just the cat aspect of it, but I've forgotten about that short film. Um, yeah, but it's also the kind of weirdly dark. Kind of noir-esque. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yes, very much so. That's that's a, that's a really good comparison. I think it was on the Wikipedia, or somebody or somebody said that. I didn't say it. I just just happened to have just read it, so I won't take. It. Hey, whatever. Hey, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I love this. This is a great. I'm so happy we started with this one. I'm uh, I'm glad that you saw this on the list and pointed it out because I this was so much fun. I I, I, I freaking loved it, man. Yeah, it was it was really good. Um, it was very surprisingly suspenseful. I found myself um, holding my breath mm. through a lot of this, or like digging my nails into like the pillow I was holding. Like, oh my god, like what's gonna happen next? Oh no, they're gonna fall. Oh no, they're gonna catch them. Like, it was, it was pretty intense, but like not. It wasn't scary. So that that's my what I would say. Like, if you wanted to watch this with a younger audience. I think it would be okay, but there might be some reassurance of, like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> if they're okay with, with some suspense and suspense that pays off in not a violent or unsatisfying way, um, highly recommend it. Um, yeah. I don't know how... I, I, we haven't talked about this, and so I could just cut this out, but do we want to do, like, a rating system, or do we want... I, I don't know. Rating systems are weird. Would you rather just kind of leave it on that we liked it and what, we, what we've learned about it? I would say, what if we did... Is that, like, a rating? Like, a, like a recommend versus don't recommend? Yeah. Um, and we can do, like, a recommend asterisk, like, recommend for, like, these types of audiences or whatever. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. Um... Yeah, I mean, for me, it would be a recommendation to anybody. I can't think of anybody I wouldn't wouldn't say watch this movie. Yeah, I would recommend this to adults, adults with children. Um, again, like, I don't think it's the kind of movie you would put on for your kids and, like, not watch it with them. Because, mm -hmm. like I said, it is very suspenseful. There really isn't any outright violence or anything. There's just, I mean, there is, like, a gun and there is some shooting, but no one gets shot. And there's there's some like tussling. <laughs> it's not like graphic at all. Um, we do see some land, like punches land, but yeah, it's not. I, so I would say with supervision, you can watch it with your kids. <laughs> yeah, I, I would ask. So I, I think you would have a much better take on this based on the fact that you watched it in English. Um, mm -hmm. The only thing I could kind of think of is that. If you're if if you had a younger person that was watching this, do you think that if they weren't into it, they probably maybe wouldn't hold their attention? Like, yeah, I think um, again, that's probably why I would say you would watch it with them because I think they could definitely. If you look away for more than a minute, you're gonna get lost. Yeah, like you're not. It moves. It's not, like, super fast-paced, but it moves quickly. Like, all of the events happen within an evening. Yeah. Um, so if you don't pay attention for, like, 30 seconds, you're, you, you get lost. <laughs> yeah. 
I did like that aspect of it, though, from, from my perspective. I liked, because I was like, I was trying to, I don't know if you do this, but I was trying to like, okay, so this is going to be, I, I thought it was going to be a heist movie, like a full-blown, yeah. like, and then I was like, oh, okay, so they're going to follow Costa, and it's going to be the day that they're moving the art piece, and it's going to be this back and forth, and it was none of that, it was just this one evening, and I, I, I love that, I liked the condensed, like, Mm-hmm. There was no no time wasted. Like, we were there for all the action, pretty much the entirety of the movie. Yeah. Like, n- no scene in this wasn't necessary. Like, there there is a scene that, like, kind of hinges on, like, not being necessary. It's when Costa is getting lunch with all of his goonies, and they're all, like, dishing out the food orders and everything. But I think it, that very much just establishes all of their characters and, like, their relationship, um, which is important for, like, moving forward. And, like, that scene where the Goonies talking to Zoe and <laughs> <laughs> venting to her. But, like, we're like, oh, well, that's Mr. Frog. That's just how he is. He's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I like the food scene, too, because to me it established just how unhinged Costa was. Like, yeah. Just, how like... he's just... Because mm. <laughs> what was it he... What did he hand him? It was, like, a... A quiche kind of... with cream. Oh, yeah. He's like, do I look like a quiche person? <laughs> well, because he starts to just like, oh, is that a quiche? Can I have that? Is there bacon in it? Is there cream in it? Do I look like someone who would eat quiche? <laughs> and then he's like, ah, I'm just kidding. I love quiche. I really had to go in there, didn't I? And he's like, oh, yeah, boss, you did. You scared. Oh, you almost peed yourself, didn't you? I was like, yeah, maybe I did. And he smashes the quiche into his face. And he's like, that's why I like it with cream. And Because <laughs> it just, like, splashes all over him. And you're like, <laughs> I can't tell if this dude's mad or not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I will... One more thing before we wrap up here, too. I wanted to look at IMDb for their... I don't know. Like, now I feel weirdly compelled to to talk about it from the perspective. Because, I mean, all animated movies, they're not... I don't know. When it comes to being geared towards children, how much time do you want to spend, like, focused on that? Because, like, IMDb has the uh, parental guides. And I think oh. that, that that would be the most you would need. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I did want to, I don't know why I feel like this is just a fun fact to know about movies. Um, but the budget versus the box box office. Mm, Yes. Um, their budget was 7.5 million and in the box office, they made 10.3. I know that there's a big push to move away from this 2d style of animation as well. Unfortunately, um, which is sad. I really, I love, I love this so much. Yes. Like, Again, it, this was beautiful. And so, like, I, 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 I hope that they don't uh, move too much away from it, um, because or like entirely, because it just was, just was, just was gorgeous. Yeah. If you have any concerns as far as rating and stuff, it, everything. Everything remotely that bad could happen is said in the IMDb page, parental guides. So that'll be yeah. the extent that we say that from there. But other than that, that was a cat in Paris for the month of September. One down. One down and two thumbs up. Um, yes. What, what, are we, do you, what are we watching next month? Oh, boy. If only I remembered. Um, <laughs> is it Swan Lake? It's Swan Lake. 
watching Swan Lake, which I realized. Yeah, I had the list. Is another one of my picks. <laughs> um, no, I'm excited for Swan Lake. Um, it's another 2D one. Uh, this one's much much older. Um, I think 81. So I'm excited. Yes. Excited to go back to that. That'll be a fun. And then in November, we're doing a town called Panic, and then we're wrapping up 2021 with Scamper the Penguin. Scamper the Penguin. Um, That's how I assume he talks. I've never seen it. I hope him. so. I hope it's... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, no, you know what? Never mind. We'll, we'll, we'll see when we get there. I was going to say, I was like, I think it's I think it's more like this. And I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to hold, hold, <laughs> hold, hold out hope for, for that voice well, in it. I'll say, if you watch the movie, if you have anything to add, please feel free to reach out on us, reach out to us <laughs> on our social media or email us. Um, all of our handles are 2D or not 2D cast. We're on the Gmail, Twitter, Instagram. Anchor.fm allows you to send voice memos, which is a unique thing, and I love that. And we would be more happy, more than happy to discuss this with you. Yes, and hopefully since episode zero has come out, enough time has passed that we're available on Spotify and iTunes and everything, thanks to Anchor.fm being super awesome. Um, big fan of those people over there. They distributed it for us. Big fan, big fan. Um, so if you do uh, like what we're doing here, it always helps if you wanted to leave us a review on iTunes. Um, we'll probably talk about you if you do it, I, I'd imagine. I imagine we'd yeah, be like, thanks. That'd be a cool thing, and we talk about cool things on this podcast. So how could we not? How could we not? Yeah, how could we not? Um, also, uh, our intro and outro music um, is 2D or Not 2D by uh, P-Model. Um, we have a link to their website in our description as well. Um, big, that's a bop right there. I tell you what, I love it. I'm love a big it. fan. Um, is there anything else uh, that, that we want to do before before we, we get out of here? I, I can't. I can't think of anything. Well. Uh, we will see you. See every. Well, we won't see you. We'll. You, we'll. We won't see you. You'll or hear, hear you. us. There you go. <laughs> You'll hear us <laughs> next month on the twenty fifth to talk about Swan Lake. Um, I'm Brandon. And I'm Nikki. And. Next month. Do we do it at the same time? Is that how that works? You think? I mean, sure, we can. Okay. Okay. So. Tune. Tune. <laughs> next, next month. month. <laughs> Perfect. That'll be great. Nailed it. <laughs>